When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope your weekend treated you well. Mine honestly treated me very well. I was really having a stressful week last week. I was just busy and couldn't catch a break. It was just like every day was a long day, and then I ended the week with a road trip to Charlotte for some work stuff that I was doing, and I was like, I'm gonna need this weekend, and I knew it needed to be good. And normally, I do a lot of things on Saturday, like around the house, and and I like that routine, and sometimes I take that off, and sometimes I go really hard, and and that feels really nice. Um, But this past weekend, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna take Saturday, just completely chill, um, not really focus on doing anything on purpose, just kind of doing what feels right. And I enjoyed, I made some bread from wild grain. I um, marinated some soy eggs, like hard boiled soy eggs. I made some good yummy kimchi rice. Like I was just kind of enjoying being home, but without any pressure. And then my husband and I got a lot of time together this weekend. So normally he works Saturday night and Sunday morning. And then he's really home, like, you know, he will sleep in on the weekend um, till like nine. And so then it's really just like a few hours in the morning on Sunday, Saturday, and then a few hours in the evening on Sunday. There's something about having this large chunk of time together from like all afternoon to evening Saturday into the morning, like it wasn't broken up by anything that just felt so good where neither of us were working and we could just both have like time off together because as it stands, like my days off are not his days off. So we have rarely days off together where we're like just at home doing normal life and it felt so special we went to the grocery store together we had like a little date we went for espresso beforehand and then went to the went grocery shopping and it just felt so fun and then we got to sleep in together on Sunday morning and we made french toast and it just felt so so nice and then Sunday, after we had like our breakfast, we just, I put like an audiobook in and I was like, I'm gonna listen to one hour of my audiobook and I'm just gonna clean for one hour, no more, no less. 
and got a ton done, but it didn't feel like it took up my whole day, which was really nice. And then I got to spend the rest of the day just nourishing myself, like journaling, reading. I watched um, the first episode of the new series, like XO. To all the boys I've loved before, they just have like a TV show now. And I watched the first episode of that. Um, yeah, and just cooked and, and felt so good to be home and cozed so that by the time Monday came, I was ready to come back to work because I couldn't have imagined that. Like on Friday, I was just like, it was just one of those weeks. Like some weeks are just like that. And I'm so grateful. I'm in what I call a stress sprint right now where I have a couple of months that are just really intense and then I have some peace after that, but like we're in the thick of it right now and that's okay. That's part of owning a business is just sometimes having these sprints and the key is just to have a beginning and an end and make sure you're nourishing yourself as much as you can around the sprint, right? So that's just the season I'm in right now, but you know, we're still in the intro here, so let me just kind of welcome us to the coffee chat. Um, if you're new here, welcome. Every Monday I share with you something I'm learning, as well as updates on what's going on behind the scenes and what to expect in terms of content on the podcast this week. We start every Coffee Chats episode with my list of three good things. So just three good things from the past week. The first one is I had that time off with my husband to just date and feel connected felt so so good absolutely loved it the second good thing is kind of a good bad thing and it's new water bottle energy i have a fatal flaw and it is that i cannot maintain interest in a water bottle for more than like a few months and it's like literally i just stopped drinking water like when my interest in the water bottle fades I stop drinking out of it and then I start to notice like I'm drinking less and less water and it's time for me to get a new water bottle this is something I feel immense guilt and shame about I know it's a little ridiculous to feel the way that I feel about it but I just feel like I'm supposed to keep the same water bottle for like years and years to come but I really struggle with it I don't know why I wish I could like just discipline myself out of it but for whatever reason like I just stop drinking water. Like I just quit drinking water. And so I got a new water bottle in my FabFitFun box for summer and I've switched over and I'm hydrated again and it feels amazing. And I am just trying to accept that this is just not where I'm going to do the most conservation for our planet. Um, I have other areas that I am strong in and this is just not the one. And one day maybe I'll tackle this, but for right now, that's okay. I'm just going to donate them to Goodwill and someone will buy them and they will get reused. But for now, this is a, this is who I am, you know, but I'm glad to be hydrated again. Honestly, I'm glad to have those dopamine receptors back. All right. Number three is this cucumber and avocado salad I've been making. It's so good. I got some like Parmesan garlic vinaigrette from the store. I've just been eating like avocado, cucumber, that vinaigrette, with a little bit of feta and some red pepper flakes. And it's so good. It's also really filling um, and like keeps you full for like a while. Uh, and I packed it for lunch today with an orange and I'm feeling 
very excited about it. I'm really looking forward to it. Okay, let's get into what I'm learning this week. This week, I am learning to not interfere with the path of my life. I am someone who just loves control. (laughs) It's taken me a long time to accept this about myself because it used to feel like the ultimate fatal flaw, like the ultimate thing to be like wrong with you. But I'm okay with it now, like just owning it because I think there's so much power in owning the parts of us that aren't so shiny. Um, You might have heard me talk about like self-love and how I think self-love only comes through loving ourselves in our weakness because in order for it to be unconditional, we have to allow space for love in our flaws. So I love control. I love specifically control around my experience. So am I happy? Am I going to have everything I need in order to be happy? Um, And I am in the season of learning that it's not my job to interfere with the things that could potentially cause discomfort or pain or unhappiness. For example, um, in a relationship, right? If I'm worried that I'm not going to get all my needs met in a relationship, instead of focusing on, you know, ensuring that those needs get met through like hypervigilance, instead saying, I'll, I am actually in control of is communicating those needs and then reminding them of those needs. And then if they don't get met, like that is not mine to interfere with, right? I'm going to be in a relationship where I am loved, I'm supported, I'm safe, which, you know, I am, but fear gets in the way. And so I often like respond to fear of not having my needs met through hypervigilance or through like really overt communication. And I, I've learned, okay, like step back. You're in a relationship with someone who loves you, who wants to support you, who values your needs. And it's not your job to like interfere with the way that those needs get met. I think a really good, simple, universal example of this is like the chore load in a household. Like we have a pretty balanced chore load for ourselves, but sometimes like I'll get it in my head that like there's a certain timing that things need to be done. And so let's say, you know, partners like taking care of the dishes and I'm like about to go to bed and I'm like, oh, the dishes aren't done yet. I'm gonna, I'm like learning to just say like, it's not my job to interfere. Like I'm gonna trust him to handle the dishes. That's his job. If he does them tomorrow, if he does them tomorrow afternoon, like none of that's my business because like he knows the task at hand. We've split this up. I have a partner I trust and value and like who trusts and values me. So it will get done. It's not my job to like be hypervigilant about it or to interfere, right? Here's another way that this can show up. Um, In unknowns, right? Like we are moving in two weeks and we still don't know where we're living in two weeks. This is not great for my like likes to be in control of my personal happiness brain because I'm like, well, is there air conditioning? Is there what like do we need to pack lamps? What kind of bed are we going to have? Like, am I going to have everything I want and need there? Like this is where my fixation is, right? But that being said, it this is a really cool process for me and just going like the summer is going to be what the summer is for me and no amount of me being hyper vigilant and trying to like guarantee or even understand 
what's coming is going to make it different. So all I can do is like what I can control right now and then like release the desire to interfere with what's coming because what is coming is what's coming whether I like it or not. And so it's not my inter job to interfere with what the universe has for me. Additionally, you know, with stress, like when we get really stressed out about like the things that we can't control, just kind of saying like, oh, it's not my job to interfere here. It's not my job to step in and try to like fix this or solve this. Sometimes it's just my job to take one, the next right step and then just let the universe unfold as it's unfolding and, and not try to control it all, you know? Yeah, to sum that up, it's just kind of like owning the idea that what is mine is mine and will be mine no matter what I do or what happens, that it's all unfolding as it should. And it's just not my job to interfere with that. It's not my job to try to control it or fix it or prevent it or guarantee a certain outcome. It's my job to be as prepared as I can, take, the, take each right step, and then to allow life to unfold as it unfolds. And some of the most amazing things that have happened in my life happened on the other side of a disappointment, of the other side of a lack of control. Because sometimes we can't dream big enough for the most exciting things. And if we were in full control of everything that happened in our lives, we would probably play a much smaller life. And so if we can open up and say like, what if I don't interfere? What if I just allow it to be what it becomes? It could really surprise you. It could be greater than you could ever even conceptualize. So that's what I'm learning this week, not to interfere. And what happened last week? Last week I started a very exciting project with Summit Coffee. Um, I don't exactly know the release date or when I can tell you the details, but I, don't worry, I will definitely keep you updated. Second, I opened doors to my incubator. So if you don't know, I used to do this several years ago where I would do a like an online, not an online incubator, an in-person incubator, like three days flying to you, working together for three days to start your online business. Now, we would we could use this three days for lots of different reasons. We can build a website, create a marketing plan. We can talk about um, your new an ideal schedule, an ideal marketing plan. Like there's so many different options. I have like a full menu of options, and you get to choose like three of them. So like it can be look like doing your sales funnel via email. It can look like building your website. It can look like building out your growth strategy for Instagram or setting up a podcast, things like that. So uh, I'm opening it up again. I can only really take four per year. Um, it is like a more high cost offer, but it is essentially covering a ton of time and expenses. So for example, if we do, we build your podcast, we build your website, and we build your marketing plan, well, that's like either years and years and years of learning and work, or I mean, upwards of 10 to 20 grand to have someone do that for you. But we get to do it together in person for three days so that you're not only getting support and getting it done, but you're also learning how to do it yourself so that you don't have to hire out for certain things moving forward. 
because sometimes we're out we're in this place where either like we spend years trying to learn it and we don't really understand the long-term strategy of doing it and how to grow or we pay someone to do it and we spend a lot of money up front but then we realize like oh I didn't learn any of this stuff so now I'm gonna have to like continue to pay people long term and I think it's more like let's figure out how to do this yourself in the beginning and have support in like what are the proven strategies that actually make online business work and then when your business is making money it can pay for you to hire the experts to handle some of this stuff you need to give away, right? But in the beginning, I think I want you to have the option to have a low-cost business from the outset so that you can have a higher income so that you can ultimately outsource the things you need to outsource. So that's what we're doing. I'm opening it up. I'm taking four in 2023, and then we're going to open it up for four in 2024. And that is so exciting. If that's something of interest to you, we will link it in the show notes. It's also linked in my Instagram bio um, for you to just click and read all the information. There's like a PDF with like tons of info, all the things you could ask for. And then I don't take any incubators without getting on a call with you first. You'll fill out a quick form. We'll hop on a call and just see if this is the right fit. If you're at the right phase of business for this if it's the right price point, the price is in the PDF. I don't hide my prices. So if it's something of interest to you, definitely go check it out. Um, all, all in the bio or I'll, I'll try and remember to link it in show notes here as well. But very, very, very excited about that. So I finally opened the doors to that. I also rescued a baby raccoon, which was a a journey this weekend so we I just like looked out the door on Saturday morning and there was a baby raccoon in my yard and then I found out that baby raccoons don't really separate from their parents so if the parent doesn't show up within a few hours like that baby raccoon is probably orphaned and so I called a local rescue center they had me like put it in a box and like keep it safe for several hours and I had to like not feed it I was not allowed to touch it but I just had to like keep it safe and then a volunteer came to pick it up and then they transported it to a rescue center like two and a half hours away but it was quite the experience and the baby raccoon was so adorable and also I was a little scared of it both at once but it was very very cute um now what I'm feeling vulnerable about this week is honestly what I'm packing for Tennessee (laughs) we're moving like we if you don't know we're moving to Tennessee for six weeks for my husband's MFA program and we don't have any information about where we're going what what's going to be there what we need to bring and so I have made my packing list based off of no information and I'm a bougie person I'm a seven like I like what I like and I don't want to I don't want to go without and so I'm just bringing what I need I'm just bringing what I want too, and I'm just gonna let that be okay but I'm feeling a little vulnerable about it I think I was always the person at like summer camp or sleepovers or like you know trips abroad with with like groups where I always like brought too much or like brought quote-unquote too much like I I had everything I could want or need and it just uh, garnered me a lot of attention that I didn't necessarily like want you know and I'm like are we gonna be the house like that where they're like oh you brought your espresso machine like that's weird (laughs) 
Like, you can't live without it for six weeks. And the answer is no. Absolutely not. I'm just kidding. No, but it's fun for me, you know? And um, I'm doing some stuff with Summit Coffee, so I need my machine in order to do my job. That is my excuse. I am feeling proud of sticking to one Amazon order a month. So if you don't know, for Earth Day, I gave up my Amazon habit. I'm a, I have just like a clicky... It was just so easy to order everything that I wanted when I wanted it. And I knew I wasn't going to give up Amazon forever. It's just so convenient. But I did want to lower how much I was ordering, both for financial reasons, but also for the environment. And I've lowered it down to once a month and I've done really well so far. And it is helping me a ton. Like my original cart for this month was like egregious. And just seeing the total at the top of everything I wanted helped me to really quickly prioritize what I needed and what I didn't need. And I cut it down like by over half. And it helped me to see like when you're buying just like $20 here or $10 there, it adds up. And if you're doing it just like those little increments at a time, it adds up without you even thinking about it. But if you do it all at once, it adds up pretty obviously. You know what I mean? So that's what I've been thinking about. I'm really proud of that. And in terms of core desired feelings for the month of May, I'm going to feel self-assured this week by owning my feelings and just letting them be what they are. Sometimes when I have a feeling, I feel like I have to justify it or fix it or make it go away. And I think a self-assured person, someone who's feeling self-assured just goes, this is what I'm feeling. Maybe it's not the best feeling, but it's, it's the one that's here. Um, I'm going to be satisfied by not interfering with my life and just like allowing it to unfold as it does. And I'm going to be strategic by packing a week in advance. So I'm going to start packing this Saturday so that I have a full week to just take my time and pack without feeling rushed. And in terms of my self-care challenge, last week was going on a road trip alone, which I did. And I did make time to kind of work from there, take my time, work at a healthy pace, And then this week, I'm going to self-care by taking myself on a date. I'm just giving myself some time to enjoy life out in the world alone. (laughs) And then what's coming up in terms of content on the podcast this week? Wednesday, we're talking about the fear of starting something new. And Friday, I have an interview with ex-evangelical coach Catherine Queering. And again, this week is an invitation to not interfere with the things that life has for you. And we're going to end today with a quote from Stephen Cuoco. The meaning of bravery is more than the act of being strong. It is also about letting go of what you cannot control and trusting the unknown. All right, friends, thank you so much for being here. And I will see you Wednesday for the next episode. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.